Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday. Fall Thursday, everybody. Wait, what did you say? You cut out for a second. What did you it's say? Happy Fall Thursday. It's oh, a happy beautiful fall, fall Thursday. <laughs> yeah, it's a gorgeous autumn. Oh, hello. Sorry. All right. Yes, I'm still getting over this cold. And and a couple of listeners reached out to and said they hope that we're both feeling better. Just be aware, Kevin and I did not <laughs> give each other the cold. I don't know how this happened. No, I uh, I somehow after I got off uh, doing our little Skype podcast last week somehow contracted a little touch of pneumonia. Maybe it was from Rob. I don't know. I, I coughed I, I via know. Skype. You got a Skype yeah, cold. Exactly. It came right into my lungs and then filled up. But we're both feeling much better. And thank you, listeners, for your your kind words. That Did was I give very, you a computer virus? <laughs> Stupid. That's I'm a, the dad here. That, I have the dad humor. That's a dad <laughs> joke. You can you can you can take that one to to, to yeah. your young child. Oh, I, I just I, listeners. I just got Kevin's uh, child got to come on screen and he waved to me. Crawford waved to. It was very Crawford, exciting. Yeah. Brought Crawford in and he said hello. Speaking of, I I was putting on a onesie on Crawford the other day and this onesie had this like tiny little pocket and I said to him, I said Crawford, what are you going to put in that pocket? Are you going to put a little penny in that pocket? I thought of you, Rob. Thought of you. Oh my yeah. God. I should tell you it's my child. <laughs> <laughs> this is the drama on the podcast. Now the podcast is a soap opera. Who's the baby's daddy? Is it Rob or is it Kevin? If the I kid knows all the words to Penny in my pocket. It's it's Rob. I'll it's just Jeff. walk away. <laughs> but no. if, it, if, he, if he knows all the words to uh, Michael John McCuse's Wild Party, then it's definitely. It's oh, yeah. It's definitely your child. <laughs> <laughs> definitely your child. Although I, I can't talk about Lacusa because I have I'm doing the Lippo I'm doing songs from the Lippo Wild Party on Monday for my concert and I'm I'm not mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. A, I'm a Lippa man now. I'm a Lippa man for the next couple of days. As long as that check doesn't bounce, you're a Lippa man for the next couple of days. <laughs> that's right. As soon as that concert's hear, over. That's right. I like Andrew so, Lippa. No, I I like Andrew Lippa. It's well, just that I, yes. I agree. I mean, same. I, I so his songs are fantastic. Here, I, I we're doing sixteen of his songs for this concert, and they are they are all different, all varied, all lots of fun, and very exciting. He knows how to he knows how to write a good up tempo. And I think my new philosophy. I know we it was one of his breakout songs. It's a great number. It's a my really new philosophy fun, is great. Song. I love pulled from the Adams family. Um, you know who's going to be singing that? Uh, Bonnie Mulligan's going to. Oh, be is singing she that. really? She's going to sound great. Right now. That's awesome. I also I really I also really like the score to Big Fish. I love Big Fish. Yes, it's gorgeous. The uh, a fellow singing "Stranger" Connor Ryan, and it's oh, he's great. It's a, it's a beautiful song. It's some really lush, almost movie music quality to it. Uh, when when you listen to Big Fish versus the jazziness of of Wild Party versus sort of like the the yeah. chamber music of John and Jen. Anyway, I interrupted you. I apologize. Oh, I also no 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 you didn't interrupt. Also, uh, Little Princess. Uh, what's the one? Living out, live out loud. Is someone singing live that? out loud? Yeah, oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, who is singing that? I, right now me? I'm drawing a Me? Book. Don't worry, I'll come in. Want to sing it? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll end the octave. live out loud. That's a good audition song, too. <laughs> Very quickly, a little bit of a tangent, and then we'll move on. Um, I figured out my Halloween costume. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go as Robert Goulet. So it'll Are you be, really? It'll, yeah, it's going to be Robert Goulet. So Robert Goulet is going to be a ghost. Goulet? Like, yeah, oh, G-H-O-U-L. To, to, come uh, and, to come and haunt the kitties. That a lot. Trick or treat. Are you, gonna, you get yeah, candy. You're gonna sing him. 
<laughs> you got candy? I, I hope it's sugar-free as I am diabetic. For my Spanish-speaking <laughs> friends, yo soy diabetico. <laughs> Some of my favorite candy bars include penny candy, uh, symphony bars, love a good symphony bar, because you know, music. Obviously. And Kit Kat, because I was up for the song, give me a break, give me a break. <laughs> Break me off a piece of that Reese's Pieces. No, 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 See, no, no, I, no, no. I can't read the teleprompter. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's why. Wait, can't we it's just okay. do Baby Ruth? <laughs> Speaking of Baby Ruth, I once had an affair with soap star Ruth Warwick. That's a name, for, a, the, that's a name for the kitties. <laughs> yeah, they, really, they know that one. That's really... Ruth Warwick jokes go over really well with the young crowd. That and Definitely. throw in a Paul Muni joke, and they're on the floor. Wow. It's the Paul wow. Muni month on TCM, by the way, folks, if anyone's oh, is it? interested. It's, yes. Yep. People yes. just got even more excited listening uh, to this. Hey, you know what I'm excited about? Broadway news. Did you? Well, West End news. Did you see they're going to do Sister Act and Whoopi Goldberg? I was, yes, I just read that. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is coming back as Dolores, and Jennifer Saunders is going to be in it. Uh, from I mean, Ab Fab and French and Saunders, so I'm very happy. I love AbFab, and I love uh, Whoopi Goldberg, and I love Jennifer Saunders, so I, I'm very excited. I wish that this could be on our soil as well. I think that would be fun to have a little sister act again. It would be nice. Not maybe, a, maybe it will come nice. to our soil. We don't know. You never know. You never know. It's Whoopi! I love her. <laughs> also in casting news, they announced the cast of Company. Indeed, they did. Which Boy, is an, what a cast. An amazing, talented group of people, but getting, yeah. some, but getting a little bit of backlash because... Um, it's not a very diverse group of individuals no, it's, it in this like, production of company. Yeah. So it's an um, interesting choice. Yeah. And uh, first of all, I thought that I, I thought like it was going to have a little bit more diversity in it. And I'm a little disappointed. No, I'm not, I'm not going to say a little disappointed. I'm just disappointed. It, it doesn't. Because yeah. I was like, you know, the music man didn't have a, uh, their principles got announced. And that's not really a diverse cast. So I was like, well, good company will come in and save the day. Company, you didn't come in and save Obviously. the day. Where were you? Where were you, company? Come, so, come on. Phone rings, door chimes, in comes not diversity. In comes a very white company. A very white company. So we'll see. It's all a really talented group of individuals. But I don't know. I was hoping they would do better. That's okay. Yeah. We move on. What else can we do? Yes. I'm still pissed what, I'm not in it. So, hey, did yeah, you hey, did you see Patty Lapone's fantastic article about people needing to appreciate the history of musical theater? Uh, no, in the New I York Times, she gave not. an interview and she was saying, she goes, I don't understand why like kids today, like if you don't know who Shirley MacLaine is or Marlon Brando or Cheetah Rivera, like why are you doing this? I was hoping right. she would say, and then got a band the cotton boys, blue names, podcast. <laughs> Take a listen to the history. Like, oh, come on, Patty, help us it's out. All, it's all right there. It's all right there. Yeah. Talking about Lanning. A lot of the things that you know, people, students of musical theater, and young people in the in the business uh, love. A lot, a lot of those writers are very well versed in the history of musical theater, and the Absolutely. reason why young people like that stuff is because they know exactly whose shoulders they're standing on. So, and and that's obviously the reason why we started this podcast to begin with was because we really wanted to educate and uh, and and and. and sh- Yes, and, sh- and share and share this well yeah. history with people. I agree exactly. with you. Okay, so that's yeah. I mean that's oh I also, we saw, I saw the lightning. Thing. Yes, yes. I'm so sorry I was not able to go I was Ke- under the weather. Kevin fell ill and, and was not able to join us for this fabulous production. It was a so little bedridden for a couple of days. Oh, man, it was not fun. 
That's but, a, uh, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. So the the Lightning Thief. It's for I'm very behind. It's based on a bunch of TYA books. Um, Percy Jackson is the the character right. in it, and it's about uh, the Greek gods um, that are in more contemporary form. They're young teenagers going to an academy together, and and he's like a like a he's like half. They call him half blood, but he's like half blood. Yes. Half, you know, got his one, his one parent is a god, the other is mortal. Is yes, that the idea? yes, yeah. His mom is mortal, and his god, his uh, his father was Poseidon, uh, much like my father. So it was nice to know that they were they were related. Um, <laughs> Hi, dad. Then I realized my dad wasn't Poseidon. I just <laughs> I just retain water for no reason. Um, but I like to pretend that I'm a Greek god, and that's sort of how I get through my day. Um, so anyway, thank you. Put the, but I'm, put that in there, folks. Um, the score is lovely. Um, I'm, I, I have a problem pronouncing the gentleman's name. What's his name? Rob Rakiki? Uh, Rob Rakiki. Yeah, I've been listening to the score a couple of times now, and I, I've played the songs for people for auditions. Or, I mean, auditions for coachings and stuff. I think it's – I love his stuff. I think as far as you know, pop rock, musical theater style, I think he is at the front of the line as far as you know today's writers. I think he is really, really, really strong. Um, I didn't realize what an impact this book had because the performance I saw was mostly young kids, like high school kids um, that were there, I think, in big groups as if it was a, it was a school trip. Um, oh, that's fantastic. And, and they loved it. And every time there was a line that apparently was popular in the book, they knew it ahead of time. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. They knew it ahead of time. They whooped. They wallowed. Why are you laughing at me? Because I'm Because we're like – we're like a mess. I'm coughing over here. You're coughing over there. If I start coughing, a blood give me an Oscar nomination like, like Nicole Kidman in Moulin Rouge. It's her whole performance. <coughs> I've coughed that blood. Give her the we'll Oscar. To, there'll be a take every two seconds, though, just to make sure, you know, because that home. That yes. Good. Sorry, folks. I'm sorry. So anyway, the lightning thief. I was I'll be honest with you, folks. Um, go support new musical theater, because when I went in, the house was not as full as I think it should be. So go go take a go take a, you know, a risk and go see it. I know people are like, oh, it's, you know, TYA. It's 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 fun. It was, I had a really good time and you don't need to know the books per se to enjoy the show there. I wish I had read it just so I could appreciate what everybody else was appreciating around me, but it's a really, really fabulous experience. And, um, there's a, a CD CD. I sound so old. I got a vinyl, um, with the original off Broadway cast, which includes, uh, our good friend, George Salazar from be more chill. Um, so this was great. And it, it, they left the show open uh, for other produ- other versions of it, so I think they'll probably try to take more versions of the of the books and and put them on stage, uh, which I kind of liked. I liked like, ooh, we're ending on a cliffhanger. Like, oh, really? It wasn't. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, we're leaving it open for a second show. I've never oh. seen that. This is lovely. Yeah. And I think what's interesting is I think we're going to see this a lot in the future. Uh, that this this is not an open ended. I think they're there for eight weeks or however long, 12 weeks or something like that. Um, and it's, 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 it's part of its a leg of its national tour. And I have a feeling for shows that are, you know, have a hard time having a long run, but still want that Broadway credit. We're going to see more tours. that are going to come in and swoop into Broadway, plant themselves at a little theater for a little bit, you know, and then go back out on the road again, which is, I think what this is doing. Yeah, this is, this is new and very exciting. So, yeah. you know, direct, yeah. direct from Broadway, no matter how long it was out there. So, Go 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 support it. Uh, you know, you should see every show that comes out. Period. And it might be coming to a city near you. So go and it go might see be coming it in to a city town that you may be from. And it'll yeah. definitely be coming to a high school near you. That's for sure. Because it's, <laughs> it's no, it's it's geared no, no, you're right. for that you're audience. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that. That's I think that's all we got. But so we also have some favorite things. Who wants to go first? Should we flip a coin like they do in Mary Stewart. Go. The beginning. Remember that in Mary Stewart where they came out and they flipped a coin to see who was going to play the role that night. I love that. I, 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 
I saw Marie, Mary Stewart, but I don't remember that happening. But Maybe I'm thinking True I West. I trust you. True West? Folks, help me out. What production that was it where the actors were playing both roles, and they would come out every night, they would flip a coin, and then it would be decided who was playing the role that night? Why am I fun. Like, tweet, tweet us now because the dead silence isn't helping me. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry <laughs> somebody, I'm not helping at all. I thought somebody was going to pop up and be like, it's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> all right, Rob, why don't you go for it? Okay. So um, I was supp- I had one prepared last week, and then you were so <laughs> kind to promote. <laughs> God. Guys, this is sorry. our last episode. I don't think you're going to have this <laughs> next I, week. I the mic down. You can hear me. Could you hear me? You can hear me. Next, next, week, next week, we're going to have understudies playing us. <laughs> Brad Oscar. Very- Brad, Brad, Brad Oscar will play me, and who do you want to play you, Hunter Ryan Herdlicka? In, in, in a twist of fate, do you want Jay That's Armstrong funny. to come in to, to help you out a little bit? And he's funny. My God, he is good. In, Jay in Armstrong Scotland Johnson PA. is so funny in Scotland, PA. Oh, I great. J- Jay will play you. I'll have Brad Oscar yeah. play me, and we can we can take the day off. Great. I love that. Uh, no, you're right. Last week we ta- we, we we featured J two Spotlight, and and I was so happy, Rob, to see so much love, so much support. Uh, no, no, this is great. This is really really exciting that we uh, we were able to celebrate that, and we're going to check in with you, you know, every week or so, just to see how things are going, and you know, amazing. So, yeah. Please, uh, we'd love love to hear from people. So I appreciate that. So I had one because Forbidden Broadway has a new version out, right? And we exactly, interviewed the yeah. wonderful Gerard Allison Drini. Um, a couple of mo- weeks ago, months ago now, I'm sorry, at this point, um, oh, yeah. who talked about, you know, how Forbidden Broadway came to be. And so I started to do some research and I was wondering, well, you know, were there any other types of reviews before Forbidden Broadway that were doing a similar thing? And I came across a show that um, had a really long run, 831 performances. That's two years off Broadway at the Village Gate Theater. And this was a show called Scrambled Feet. The show is called Scrambled Feet, and it was a precursor to Forbidden Broadway. Are you familiar with the show, Kev? I, I have the LP, yeah. You have I, the uh, LP? Okay, I would love oh, to yeah. b- borrow it. So, folks, um, Scrambled Feet was a, a sketch comedy show, a review, um, with uh, by John Driver and Jeffrey Haddow, and it was directed by John Driver. And like I said, it opened at the Village Gate in 1979. It was there for two years. The original cast had the two writers in it, plus a guy named Roger Neal and a woman named Evelyn Barron, and then um, Jim Walton who has been on our podcast was a replacement. So was um, Jonathan Hadari, the great faith prince who we're still trying to get for this show. Come on. And a duck named Hermione. And when uh, Hermione um, had to have a name change, they changed it from Hermione to Gingold. <laughs> now, so there were, there were tons. So the show scrambled feet was mostly dealing with theater sketches. It wasn't as, um, uh, sharp, I'll say, is Forbidden Broadway because Forbidden Broadway can have a little bit of a sting to it. This was about like a dinner theater in the Renaissance era, and um, one sketch was about like that the Elephant Man and the guy from Whose Life Is It Anyway wrestling with each other. It was like um, uh, the 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 uh, the horrors of trying to like leave New Jersey to get into the city to see a Broadway show. Um, and each segment of that journey was like done to a different melody of a Broadway musical. Um, mm-hmm. Not the Charles Strauss and Lee Adams Broadway musical, but like Broadway musical as a genre. Nice. So here's the thing, though, folks. Um, I was like, I'm so curious about this show, but I could not find the LP um, online. I could not find the uh, the cast recording on Apple Music. But lo and behold, in 1982, Showtime. 
filmed it because if you remember back then, Showtime was trying to film and HBO was trying to film a bunch of Broadway shows. So Scrambled Feet is on YouTube. Oh my goodness! A filmed version is available on YouTube. Now here's the thing: the lady that was in it originally, they got rid of, and they replaced her for the movie with Madeline Kahn. So Madeline Kahn pops up in this thing. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'm going to watch it. So, folks, you can YouTube Scrambled Feet, the musical, and it's on YouTube. Now, here's the downside. Just have to warn you. It's broken up into parts. I think that's how the person posted it was broken into parts. And not the the parts don't, like, go chronologically. So when you're done with one, you don't start watching two. You have to, like, stop one, find two, go to two, stop two, go to three. Um so I was like, well, I'm going to watch this because I'm curious. I'm so confused. I can't, folks, if if you saw Scrambled Feet, let me know. I was like, I don't know if this is funny. Like, I can't, I'm sorry. I was like, I is this, I'm like, was this, I was like, this must have been funny like in 1980, is it funny now? Two. 82, yeah. 81? Yeah, um, yeah. Madeline Kahn, of course, is always hysterical. So I was like, why did this thing last so long? So I went back and I looked at the reviews. The New York Times gave it a mixed review. But then Walter Kerr was like, this is bright, sassy, and wonderfully good-natured. And John Simon, who absolutely hated every single thing except the prom. Remember, he loved the prom when we talked to him. The one thing we found out he enjoyed. Said it was always good, (laughs) pointed fun, overflowing with laughter, and now and then high praise. Indeed, genuine satire. So the critics love this show, which accounts for why it ran for two years. But folks, I'm wondering, if you saw the show, how funny was it? Um, I there's elements that I find very very funny. Madeline Kahn always makes me laugh, and a re- Restoration Dinner Theater, a Renaissance Dinner Theater, I think is absolutely a great idea. I mean, my you know, I in an ideal world, there's dinner theater everywhere we go, but that's just a dream of mine. And the duck is wonderful. The duck is absolutely wonderful. Um, yes. So anyway, I he just went on, he went on to the ferryman, and he, he's yes, had he, a very long career. He, he had he started a very with Pippin, and then went yeah, on to yes, that's great. He was he was he started off his career in Pippin, went to Scrambled Feet, um, and then recently returned to the stage after a few years of selling real estate. Um, he's now <laughs> he. He did the summer stock circuit for a while. He was very good. I said, no, no, no. I saw him. Actually, he was quite good. I saw him in the Muni's production of Over Here, um, the World War One review, which was really, really, really fabulous. He was great. He was the third yeah. Andrew sister because Maxine didn't want to do it anymore. Um, right, he was just croaking his way through it. He was just croaking his way through it. He yeah. was great. If it wasn't for the webbed feet, I think he would have had a larger dancing career because it was between yeah. it was between him and Robert Lindsay for me and my girl. And Robert was just a, a stronger dancer. Um, but I saw him do it at the Oslo. Um, and he was very good. He was very good. You didn't really miss all the dancing. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So I also saw him in, in Jekyll and Hyde. I, the review was not kind when they were like quack doctor. Because I was like, that's that's not a fun double entendre. So he got out of the business. He sold real estate for a little bit up in Trenton. Good. And got now, rich, and now, yeah, now he wants to get back. And I thought he was fabulous in Ferryman. It was nice to have him back on stage. So it's, it's, it's too bad he didn't have any lines, but that's okay. He's still seen, still seen. It's, listen, still it's seen. it's more the visibility. I think is more important in this career than it is, you know. And I think that was good for him. So he was fabulous in the Ferryman. Yeah. I think people were very excited. I was sitting next to a couple. I was like, I saw him in me and yeah. my girl at the Oslo. I was like, I, re- I was there too. I saw it was fantastic. It was him and Marianne Plunkett came down. Um, so, and the Grand Killing Duchess me. and the Grand Killing Duchess me. was played by Ruth Warwick. 
Uh, <laughs> so we're going to give you a <laughs> full circle. Nice. So anyway, folks, uh, go take a look at Scrambled Feet. It's all on YouTube. Uh, I would love, love, love to hear thoughts and opinions on it. Um, and uh, if you saw it live, if you actually saw it live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let us know what it yeah. was like. So that's it. So mine was wow. Scrambled Feet. What's yours? That's a really good one, Rob. I must say that was a, that's a song. I I Thank you, YouTube. Up the lp now and I, I just can't believe you even thought to look for it on youtube and i can't believe that it's actually there um well done uh my uh, favorite thing this week is a collection of books uh that um, sadly uh are no longer um being produced but for uh, 10 years 10 beautiful years uh th- these books were, were put out to the public um i think that because they cost so much money to make uh and and, and not enough money that were, were being you know made by them um they were canceled, of course. But this book that I'm talking about uh, is the series that Playbill put out called the Broadway Yearbook or the Playbill oh, Broadway yes. Yearbook. I'm going to hold up mine for you to see right oh, now. Yes, this is, I see it. This is, this is the third annual edition. Um, uh, there started in 2004 and went, ran all the way to 2014. So there are 10 years of this glorious book. I... You know, it, it, yes, it is kind of like a, um, a coffee table book uh, or it, it could be sort of like an encyclopedia is really what it is because they, they went through exhaustive pains to pretty much catalog every single human being who is involved in each – not even talking about – you know, transfers or every show that was opening that year, every show that was running that year, every show that was closing that year. Um, they are all included in the book and each show has its own little section and, and as if that's each class. Uh, and so I'm just going to open up this to the, here's the apple tree and there's Butley and there's a chorus line. There's the color purple, Jazz Chaperone, hot hot feet, you know, every, even the short term, the short runs, the long runs, everything. They, they not only have the casts and, and they have pictures of everybody, of course. Um, but what I love about it is they include everybody backstage. They include the ushers. There's a photo of all the ushers of each theater. There's the, there's the person who works in the box office. There's the people who, um, who are the head of the house. There's the, you know, uh, they have a little scrapbook part where they had asked an individual from each, uh, cast to sort of, they gave them a bunch of questions to ask. So for my, um, the correspondent was Carrie Anderson, who played Sophie. Um, and they, uh, you know, they had she went around talking about backstage rituals, favorite moments during the performance, memorable ad libs, fastest costume change, little things like that. Um, and I just I think that they are so much fun to page through. Uh, in the back of them, uh, what I really love as well is they also talk about all of the events that happened that year, everything from the Gypsy of the Year, the Tony Awards uh, luncheons, the Broadway Bear. Um, yes. Easter bonnet. Uh, it's just it's just chock full of information uh, and people and numbers. And I can't think of a single place, not even an Internet Broadway database, where you will get all of this information in one location. But not only that, but you get um, all of the pictures and it, it's just it's just so superbly laid out. Uh, and I totally I talked to a couple people that are involved with it uh, over at Playbill. And of course, it just didn't make enough money, and, and that, and, and I get it because it, the work that was put into this is is just astounding, um, and, and the fact that they did it every single year for ten years is I'm really thankful for that. Uh, if you would, if you're interested in looking for these friends, you can. I looked on eBay, and they're, I mean, sadly, they're eight dollars, seven dollars, four dollars, and and we're talking a uh, five hundred page. You know, it looks like it's the size of like a, a college textbook. It's really it's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. 
and um, I, I'm not. I, I'm just a huge fan of them, and I, I like to just pick them up and kind of look through. It. And it reminds me of years past, especially those of you who had gone to see a lot of shows in those years. It, you, it instantly takes you right back to the show. It reminds you who was in it, what what was going on, um, and I'm I'm just a, I'm a huge fan of them. So I just wanted to give a, a nice shout out to the the the, the team that made this. Uh, Playbill Broadway yearbook for those 10 years because they really are something special and I'm very very thankful that for those 10 years that we have this this beautiful uh, reference book uh, in our midst um, that we can really celebrate the art and and not only the, the actors on stage but of, like I said everybody backstage and everybody at the front of the house uh, and the orchestra uh, in the band I mean they have even I, I love this they they have like the the box office the, the doorman the the company management the, the the fly guy the props guy you know so it's just it's a great celebration of theater and what we do. And it's a nice reminder that it really does take a huge village to put on a, a big, big production like that, that we see on stage. It takes a village. It takes a village. Um, yeah. So that, that's great. So go ahead, take a look at uh, the Playbill yearbook and then go watch Scrambled Feet. And I forgot to, at the beginning of the episode, I forgot we had to honor somebody who passed. Paula Glogow. You might not oh. know the name, folks, but you know her because we know her from the, clip. the Grand, Grand Hotel, Hotel commercial. Oh, she loved it. The dancer. Oh, she was so good. Sid Charisse was fabulous. <laughs> I loved it. The singing, the dancing. So you didn't like it. I loved it. I'm going to see it two more times. When? She got mad a little bit. I'm As soon as I can, my husband works in the area. She's it's 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 Paul. It's my husband works in the area. I just love the specificity. I uh, it would have been a meme. Like had had there been memes in the nineteen eighties, yeah. right? There would that would have just been a big meme. My husband works in the area. <laughs> it's a so Paula. That's I'm great. so Paula. We found out it passed away actually in August, and so we're just finding out about it. But thank you so much, Paula, for loving theater so much and for giving us all such a great laugh. So we much loved joy. you. The yes. comedy, the timing. Well, and I think we relate to her a little bit because there's a little Paula in all of us. You know that joy, that excitement, that that sheer happiness coming out of a show. Yes, I think we could all relate to that. I mean, love. And yes, and you, at her. you love it so much that you can't find like any humor in it. Like it was such a good show. Like, no, that's not. So you didn't like, I loved it. Like, how dare you? Yes. How how, dare why, you? Would you, why would you even ask me? I mean, of course. How dare you? It's great. My husband that's works great. in the area. Best line I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Um, so anyway, so that's, that's our episode this week. Hopefully we'll be better by next week. I'm so Honestly, sorry. We will. I'm we're sorry coping. we're dying on you, but we love you all. All right. Till next time. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. 